great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. The video is so outrageous that I've posted it on all of my social media. Twitter, Dominic TV, Instagram, and Facebook, Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. 66-year-old man minding his own business, sitting at a table outside a New York City pizzeria and with speed and strength, you see this animal, and I know some of you say don't call them animals because that's offensive to animals, but you see this this maniac come walking along, picks up speed, and with speed and strength, picks up the chair that was opposite the man at the table and chucks the the chair at the man dining. And the man didn't see any of it coming until this, this chair was in his face and it's all caught on video. This keeps happening. And I'm sorry, I have to be honest, folks. The suspects are almost always African-American. Politicians look the other way. But somebody is going to have to stand up for the people, the law-abiding citizens. 66 years old, you can't even eat a slice of pizza outside an establishment at a dining table because some nut job, some animal, runs up with full force and throws the chair at you. And then, of course, because you didn't see it coming, you you drop your cell phone or the cell phone falls from the table. And what does he do? He picks up the cell phone, takes your cell phone, and keeps on running. That's coming up. Also, the city finally gets it right. You cannot take away desperately needed resources from American citizens. You cannot take away desperately needed resources from American citizens and put migrants to the front of the line, line that is, with city shelters. You just can't do it. Mayor Adams announcing the city is moving forward with a tent city, if you will, for the migrants to open up at Orchard Beach in a parking lot in the Bronx. I told you last night, it looks like the debate in the race for governor. Notice I didn't say debates. I said the bait, singular, not plural. 
It looks like it may not happen. And I give Lee Zeldin a lot of credit for this. He 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 pulled Hokel's trump card. Hokel thought that she was calling all the shots. Lee Zeldin, the debate, and and I'll get into the politics of this and why it was smart. I'll tell you why Hokel selected New York one and why it was smart for Zeldin to say thanks. But no thanks. As of right now, he's passing on that debate unless Hoku agrees to more face-to-face meetings. The I've got so much this morning. The New York City grocery worker who slapped Mayor Giuliani in the back, it, it was outrageous for the charges to be dismissed. Now this clown wants to sue the city of New York. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, a focus on the race for the uh, 17th Congressional District. That includes Sean Patrick Maloney. Well, Maloney, believe it or not, is trailing in the polls. This morning, I'll talk to the front runner, Republican Assemblyman Mike Lawler of Rockland County. I'm looking forward to that conversation. He'll be calling in at about 1245 this morning. And, of course, on all of this, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC. We see your calls already uh, from Forest Hills to Asbury Park to Brooklyn, 800-848-9222. And if you want to uh, send me an email, I'm looking at emails as we are doing the show live. It's Dominic dot Carter at wabcradio.com and i'm also looking forward folks to sunday the tunnel to towers uh, event to be held sunday morning and i will be out there with you to those of you that are attending we we have raised on the uh, dominic carter team over five thousand dollars thank you thank you thank you we're number one, folks, number one. And so, it, it, but it's not about being number one. It's about the fact that as a team, we here at WABC have raised a lot of money for a very good cause. So the maniac, the maniac, let's let's start with him. And and I, I, I keep spending a lot of time trying to figure this out. Sometimes in the shower, sometimes I'll sit in the backyard. And the first thing that I say to myself when these things happen, happen, is that it's racial. And nobody wants to, if you will, call a spade a spade. But that's always my first reaction when I look at these uh, incidents. And I'm tired of hearing, I don't mean to sound like I'm not sensitive, but I'm tired of hearing, oh, the mental, the men, those are the mentally ill. Mm. It's funny how when they're not, when they're on Rikers, the mental illness seems to, um, it just seems to not be as uh, uh, upfront when they're at Rikers. But yet, when they're free on the streets of the city, it is outrageous behavior. Outrageous behavior. So. 
the 66-year-old man, and we see all of your uh, telephone calls here, folks. We're going to go to them in just a second. Um, the 66-year-old man was dining outside a Hell's, a Hell's Kitchen pizzeria, and so the victim was left with a broken forearm bone, and he's lucky. Go to any of my social media and look at the actual video that the NYPD has released. He's lucky that he does not have a fractured skull. He is lucky, the 66-year-old man. But the video is why I don't feel comfortable going to a restaurant in New York City anymore. You know, I'm sure all of us would, would, would love to sit outside on a gorgeous day and and relax with a friend or our loved ones and have a great meal. But you got to worry about the nuts coming by, throwing a chair at you. You've got to worry about the nuts on the motorcycle, uh, motorcycles coming into you or the mopeds. You've got to worry about the, the burglars on the motorcycles or the mopeds that, that are doing stick-up jobs. There are a lot of things you have to worry about. And so... This keeps happening. It keeps happening. And this was at the Amore Pizza Cafe on West 58th Street near 9th Avenue. And for no no reason, you see the man walking and he just picks up a chair, building up speed, momentum, and strength, and just slams the, the man, the elderly man, NFL style, with the chair. The old man drops his phone. This, 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 this animal realizing an opportunity. Of course, he picks up the man's cell phone and then takes off running. Let's begin with the telephone calls this morning. And we have a lot to get to, including uh, Mayor Adams in the tent city. And it's the right thing to do. You cannot have people just coming into the country illegally and they're going to get the same services that American citizens get. That's not right. Let's go to Tony in Florida. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Well, first of all, I wanted to make a comment. I really appreciate, I know you get a lot of unusual callers, and I really appreciate the way you talk to people that are, mentally a little bit different than most people and you're so kind to them and i wanted to thank you for that well that's very kind of you tony thank you you're welcome and i think i was a cop during the 90s and whenever i worked a case where an elderly person was hurt or a child it really tore at me it has my whole life and now that i'm 63 i still feel the same way you know and I hate, I don't know, is it me or lately has it been more and more victims that are elderly? Well, what it is, Tony, and I know you know this uh, being in law enforcement, and thank you for your service. But what it what? is is that these animals are looking for any easy opportunity they can find. And it's unfortunately we don't respect elders the way that we should uh, because I, I wish I could say what should happen to this individual 
for attacking an elderly person by people that happen to be on, on the scene. But if I say what should happen, there'll be some emails complaining that Dominic is encouraging this or that, so it's best that I not say it. But it, it, I agree it, with you on that, 100%. I don't know, in, in um, New York, in Florida, they make it the crime one degree worse if it's an elderly person. Do they have that in New York? Yes, too? yes, but okay. but but it's so hard to it, it's they have it on the books. Let me put it let me just state it that way. Okay. Because we enforce it here all the time, every chance, you know. And that that's the way it should be, Tony. That's yeah. the way it should be. Well I'm glad he only had a broken arm. My God, he could have been killed very easily. Very and easily. Shame on the perpetrator shame on him you know that that blackens his soul blackens mm. anybody's soul when they find an innocent person that can't defend themselves and not only steals from them but nearly kills them for a phone a cell phone it's crazy tony there's only one thing that you said that's not accurate you said uh it blackens his soul he doesn't have a soul to begin with when true, when true. when when you do something like this to the elderly, it exposes you for the monster that you are. Tony, again, thank yeah. you for your service to law enforcement, and we really appreciate you, and thank you for the call. Thank you. Let's stay with a Tony. Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hey, how are you? I'm um, well. I hope you're well. I am too, and I, I just feel that, even in New Jersey, we've had our little crime spree. As it's a different world. I grew up in the 60s, so I'm used to all this craziness. But I think what you're doing is amazing because people need to be educated. You know, I mean, it's a shame that a person can't go to a restaurant. It's a shame that we have to keep. I keep a lookout for my vehicle because they've been robbing. It's a shame that we have to be watchful. And we have to look out for each other. But I think that's the message. You know, we're, we can't rely on human nature because it's going a little bit off the deep end, especially since COVID. But just you talking about it, you know, it makes you realize that there's a lot of unhealthy people out there. You know, whether it's genetic or the environment, we have to be careful for each other. And I, I thank you for laying it out so clearly because people are just going out and living their life unawares as to how bad things are getting. Yes. Yes, Tony. And and unfortunately, it, it seems like we don't pay attention until it happens to us. But I, I just I have zero sympathy for these individuals that are that are are committing these crimes and you know it's it's disgusting that politicians are just looking the other way completely acting like it doesn't exist now if it happens to their mother if it happens to their father it's the end of the world change the law immediately but for the rest of us good luck you're on your own tony thank you for the call go ahead go ahead tony there is that sense that you are you are on your own but come election time and i'll leave it at that when I have to vote, when I have to see who I'm going to vote for for city council and all these people, you know, they really have to step up to the plate. Somebody has to step up to the plate and save save our citizens. Yes. Right. 
Yes. We the people. God yes. bless you and thank keep you, up Tony. the good work. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Let's go from New Jersey to Queens. Let's say good morning to Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, Dominique. Um, first, I want to thank you for your service. They need to clone you. We need more people like you to get the word out. Hmm. Um, well, I, I appreciate I that, Lisa, but... But but let me just say this: my my blood is boiling for what yeah, happened to to, the, to this elderly man. So it's not hey. about me; it's about the oh. fact that these these animals need to be off the street. Stop playing games with these losers. These are losers in life that never amounted to anything because they thought they had the easy answer all their lives and they were lazy and never wanted to go to school and on and on and on. And now they want to take, take down as many people with them. Misery loves company, Lisa. Absolutely. Now, let I tell you very quickly, I just came home from London. I'm a flight attendant. I looked on Instagram now and I saw this video. I said, oh, yes, Dominic is on now. I'm going to put him on. And the reason I'm calling, too, is because I went to work Tuesday night. I'm on the Q3 going to JFK. I'm doing my language vi- video on um, Duolingo on my cell phone. This woman's sitting across from me. The woman's getting off the bus. She's getting off the bus, and she grabs my cell phone as she's oh. trying to get off the bus. By the grace of God, I'm telling you, it was God and the, and, and the, and the soul of my mother had me stick my foot out. And that woman went down, and my phone came flying back to me. And that woman had a lot. I was very mad at her. I, 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 could, have Lisa, done, I could have done something very not nice, but I didn't. Lisa, I wish I could say what I wish had happened uh, when she fell, but, but, I, but I can't say that. So please continue. Oh, so she fell, and she had all these bags with her, like all these bags and I said you probably stole all of those too and the bus driver did nothing did absolutely nothing no one on the bus did anything everyone just sat there and this I was the only white chick on the bus but I don't care about color it has nothing to do with color it's like Martin Luther King said you judge me by my actions not what I look like and and the week before the week before I'm on the bus no I got I I took the train and the, the, the F or the E at Roosevelt, because I had to change from, you know, LaGuardia to take the, the shuttle to to Roosevelt to go to um, Continental. So I'm sitting on the bus Monday morning, and it wasn't crowded, and there's this Chinese man sitting across from me. And then there's this thug well, pacing back and forth, pacing back and forth. He stops in front of me, and it goes to the Chinese man across from me, stands there and spits at his feet. No one did anything, and I'm thinking, oh, God, what do I do now? It's going to go down. It's going to go down. And mind you, I'm a girl from Queens. I grew up in Jamaica, Queens. The, the neighborhood gave me a nickname. They used to go, yo, man, here comes Snow White. I'm like, hey, guys. But I went to high school and college in Manhattan. I've been on a train my whole life. Never had any problems. And right. then you hear about this stuff on the news, and then I said, I'm not going to take the subway anymore. That was me last week. Now I took the bus, and this this woman, not only – a woman did this. I, I, I was floored. And then <laughs> the bus driver did nothing. Didn't want anything to do with it. And she got off the bus. And then I said, what are you going to do? I said, do we call the police? Well, 
if you call the police, I've got to put the bus out of service, and all these people have to get off the bus. And I said, right. okay, we don't want to do that. All these people want to go home. And I've got a flight to work because if I don't show up, there's going to be 300 people that aren't going to go to London because we're going to be short of flight attendants. So I said, we'll go to the bus. And we'll continue on. So I called 311, and someone answered the phone and said, well, take your name and number. Someone call me back. So someone actually did call me back, a police wow. officer. He said, but you have wow. to come in to the precinct and file a report. He said, what's a woman look like? And honestly, I don't even remember because I kind of saw she had a lot of bags. She had some weird outfit on and some wig on. And the, uh, the other lady who sat next to her, who happened to be a black, she said, yeah, she was black. And I'm like, I, like again, it's not about the color. What has happened to people? And then, okay, so tonight I come home from JFK, and I say, oh, God, it's 9 o'clock. I better not take the, I, you know, I always take the bus. I say, maybe I take the bus now. My mom always told me, don't go home late at night in the dark. So I said, okay, I take the cab driver. The, um, not the cab, the, like, merengue. I'm going to use the car services. This guy, I told him what happened to me. He told me a year ago he took some thugs home on on his cab, and they wanted to rob him. He had to take him to Flatbush or someplace. They wanted to rob him. So he said, here, take my money, take my money. And you know what they did? They stabbed him. Right, they stabbed of course. Him in the legs. No, I, I hear you, Lisa. I, I got to step in because we ha- we have a full bank of calls. But I, I do appreciate your call. And somehow I knew that you were going to tell me about sadistic behavior of it was not good enough to just take the man's money, even though he worked that day, a full day, that week. That wasn't good enough. We're going to stab you as well. That's the world that we live in. And we have politicians talking about the rights, the right. Here's the rights. You want to focus on rights? How about rights for the people that pay taxes? How about that? How about rights for the rest of us? And frankly, to hell with the criminals. That's how I honestly feel. Viviana. Calling this morning from uh, Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. I'm as incensed as you are over the attack. My mom got hit by a panhandler in the face, and she didn't forget it for a whole year. But let let me get to the crux of my point. We have a unelected Hochul and company that has passed this bail reform catch and release policy. And I believe that they bear full responsibility for this attack and all the other random attacks of violence. You know, there's, if the criminals know that there's no legal consequence, it emboldens them to lawlessness and violence. And I believe, like you said, we're taxpayers, and some people voted them in. But it's time for us to flood Albany and demand for a special session to amend this egregious bail reform law. Yes. What do you think about that idea? Well, it, 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 it's horrible, and um, something needs to give. And it, it, all, all, the, all that we the people— we the people need to do is just pick one of them, the elected officials, and vote them out. And I promise you, all of this will change. 
on a local level. Just pick one and focus on that one individual. And no matter what they say, we are not voting for you. And that individual loses, I promise you, the rest of these phony politicians, for lack of a better term, will scatter almost like roaches do once the lights come on. So I, I thank you uh, for the call, and I'm I'm really sorry about uh, what happened to your mom. You said that it, it stayed in her mind for a, a full year. I'm sure it's something that will stay with her her entire life. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1245, I am looking forward to a phone call from Assemblyman uh, Mike uh, Lawler. He is... He represents Rockland County, and he is the front runner right now. He's a Republican. He's a front runner in the race against Sean uh, Patrick Maloney. We will talk to him about crime. Those are going to be some of the first questions I'm going to ask him. We will talk about the race and how is it. Yes, he's a Republican, but based on polling, it's still a statistical tie. But he is the front runner. Let's go to Roger in Massachusetts. Good morning, Roger. What's on your mind? Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, three little things. Uh, get the, 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 the fast ones out of the way first. Number one, notice how all these attacks we're hearing about tonight from you and uh, uh no guns are, are used, number one. Number two, well, your response to Lisa uh, describing these individuals as losers. That was absolutely correct. Number three, it's it's about time. I, I've tried to call in many times about the issue of homelessness, which you correctly finally touched on, that magically, when they wind up in Rikers, suddenly, they're not, so, I, I mean, I'm not homeless, I mean, mentally ill, excuse me, that they are suddenly not uh, all that mentally ill anymore. I worked with the homeless for quite a few years. And it was a single-digit percentage. This was back in the 90s. A single-digit percentage uh, of uh, that actually did have a mental issue, a, a learning disability or, or, or something to that effect, something wrong with them. And they stayed to themselves. They were quiet. They stayed to themselves. The, the, all the other characters were there because it was a life of irresponsibility. They got 102.50 every two weeks. Uh, they kept the drugs. They know where to go to get to wash up, where to get something to eat. And the behavior that that perpetrator did to that man, throwing a chair at him, now th- that behavior will turn somebody into a wacko. You know, these the people do it to themselves with the drugs. They, they do it to themselves. It's not mental illness, um, really. I mean, you know what I mean? Roger, Roger, you're, you're correct. And thank you. I, I, I was listening to you and I'm thinking about the fact that, that this man is 66 years old and now he has a broken arm, broken arm. And he's lucky to only have that because of some um, what Bob Grant used to say, maggot. That, that that's what I that's what I want to say, that this individual is a maggot. So Bob Grant called it accurate all those years ago when I used to live a maggot. And he's worse than that. He's worse than that. 
and then and then 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 once you, once you find him, oh, his rights and oh oh oh, we we can't keep him locked up. He he has rights. Uh uh, Mr. DA, would you like a tissue to give to the suspect? Oh, we're gonna lower the charges. It's a misdemeanor. Oh, not bail eligible. He walks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from Manhattan to the Bronx to T-Neck, White Plains, Brooklyn, Asbury Park, and Forest Hills. Talk Radio 77 WABC. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we have been focusing on this maggot uh, who threw a chair at a 66-year-old man, minding his own business, broke his arm. Literally, the man's eating pizza in Hell's Kitchen and literally running with force threw the chair in the man's face. And then when his phone fell, the maggot stole his cell phone, the world that we live in. We have not even gotten to the tent city that Mayor Adams is setting up. And I, I think it's a step in the right direction because the if resources are limited, and of course they are because the, the migrants are are overbearing to the system, there's just not enough to go around. Americans come first. Put them in a tent city. They'll be okay. And and go from there. Americans come first. And coming up in about uh, 13 minutes, we are going to talk to Assemblyman Mike Lawler, who is the leading candidate in the congressional race against Democrat Sean Patrick Maloney. I'm looking forward to an interesting conversation with him. Back to the telephone calls to Brooklyn and Maria. Good morning, Maria. What's on your mind? Dominic, first of all, we need another hour. Please, Katsmatidis, please give this man another hour. We need him on the airwaves. Listen, I called before and I have told you, we keep talking about all these injustices, but who's to blame? The voter that keeps voting these politicians in. Michael Henry is the candidate for Attorney General. You want Letitia James out? Michael Henry is a a man that has come from our community. He's the first person in his family to go to college, and now he's candidate for a conservative candidate, Republican, for the New York State Attorney General position. Please, we need people like him. We need to vote these people out, these Democrat progressives that have done so much harm to our our city, our state. Did you see the video? You're talking about the poor elderly man with the broken arm. Did you see the video? I think it happened in Brooklyn where a man held the door open. He got into a fight or whatever because the other guy didn't say thank you. Five, ten minutes yes. later, the one guy stabs him in the heart and he's dead. Yes. I mean, seriously, this is a criminal element who knows that these politicians will not do anything and we keep voting for them. Please, it's all up to us. It's our own fault. This is happening. We keep voting for these people. This assembly uh, 
state uh, people up there in, 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 in Albany who do nothing for our communities. Again, Michael Henry for Attorney General. Please. Maria, I thank, I, I thank you for the call, and uh, you said it better than I could have. Uh, it's the bottom line. I mean, if for no other reason, vote for somebody else. If for no other reason, thank you for the call, Maria, than to shake up the establishment. Shake them up. Let them know that you're not playing around with them anymore. Let's go to Joe in Manhattan. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Joe, are you with me? Okay, Joe's not there. Let's go to Fugazi Tom in the Bronx. Good morning. What's on your mind? Okay, look, I got to be. You cannot evade the truth and put your opinion in to try and sway what you want people to think. No, you can't do that. Truth is truth, opinion is opinion. They don't. Okay, wait, 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 Tom. I have wait, wait. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. You said for people to forget about the mentality part of these people and look at them as being in Rikers Party and all that. So you doubt. No, no, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I said nothing about partying at Rikers. I said somehow they straighten up once they get to Rikers. So please, if you're going to quote me, get the quote right. I didn't say anything about partying. I don't know where, where you're getting that from. So now, are you there? Hello? Yes, yes, yes. So you doubt their mental illness? I didn't say I doubt anything. I didn't say you're, 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 wait, 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 you're putting words on, wait, 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 I don't want, please don't hang up. I'm a journalist, right? And so I don't talk for the sake of talking. When I say something, I know exactly what I'm saying. And I said, what I meant and what if you want me to if you want me to clarify even further now that that's fair when they get to Rikers where there's retribution and where uh bad things can happen somehow they straighten up and they're not as mentally ill that's what I'm saying so I'll give yeah, you the final okay. word and and that's just trying to sway the uh, people's thinking your way. I mean, you you want to use that to prove your point, which is racist. Okay, wait, my, you wait, 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 my point, like my you point is racist. racist. You are. My point? How is my point racist? You trying to take the truth out of the fact that so these what, people so are mental the and tell okay. people to think of it as something else. Okay, because it's okay, all, that okay. Way you can always make okay. it all black. Okay, okay. So, so Tom. I'm not in the mood this morning for this nonsense, all right? Take your nonsense to another show, right? I'm advising you to listen to another show because you're not going to get any sympathy for me for these monsters and what they're doing. And if you want me to be honest with you, they are embarrassing me and you. If you really want me to be honest with you. My people? Our people. Okay, you're right. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. But you cannot demonize the whole race. I didn't demonize that. Okay, but then people are meant to. Okay, so okay, wait, 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 wait. So okay, so wait, wait. So if they were mental, how come this stuff didn't happen under Giuliani? If they're mental, 
How come it didn't happen? Because because they knew Giuliani wasn't playing, and you were going to get thrown in jail for six weeks. Okay, okay, yeah, the men, the, the men too was kept in check. They were still there, though. Okay, well, I, I give, I give you credit. I do give you credit for that, for admitting that the mental stuff, for the most part, was kept in check under Giuliani. So why is it out of control now? I, I, who can explain it? Who can explain it? But, I, I but can. demonizing people, when you look at things with your eyes and then saying, no, it's not like that, it's like this, it's like your way. Come on, man, that's not good. I understand. It, this, this city is, is going crazy right now. With the bill reform, I'm a black man. With the bill reform and anything, I'm not, I don't, all that stuff is not right. But what's. Okay, so, not, so, Tom. Tom, and then I do have to move on because we have a lot of calls and the assemblyman is standing by on the line. But so so in a lot of these videos, we see uh, people that are doing these things that happen to be African-American. So it's racist for me to point out that they're African-American. No, it's racist for you to point out them out like like they are criminals when you know they are not. So, so, it, okay, so, okay, hey, Tom, 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 with, with much respect, and I, 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 I appreciate the call, and I appreciate the fact that, that you were professional with the call, so I give you credit for that. So I'm going to do a little sarcasm, but please don't take this personal, and it's not directed at you, but thank you for the call. And how I respond to that, Tom, is... Oh, the poor baby. Let's keep making a million and one excuses for why your life didn't amount to anything. Oh, it's not your fault. You want to run around slapping people? Go for it. The police are not going to keep you in jail. The district attorney is on your side. Oh, the poor baby. The poor baby. Oh, you know, it's it, none of it is your fault. The fact that you dropped out of school, it's not your fault. The fact that you never held down a job, it's not your fault. The fact that you are walking through the streets throwing chairs at people, a 66-year-old man, while he's eating pizza, it's not your fault. You're the victim. You're always the victim. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'll be right back with the assemblyman who is standing by. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The Friday edition of the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Assemblyman Mike Lawler representing Rockland County, New York, is the Republican candidate in New York's court-ordered redrawn 17th Congressional District which basically covers the uh, the northern suburbs of New York City. Congressional race between Mr. Lawler and Sean Patrick Maloney expected to be tight, 
but Mr. Lawler is the front runner. The Assemblyman joining me right now, and thank you for doing so. Thanks for having me, Dominic. Appreciate it. So with you, literally, Republicans have a shot at stealing a New York congressional seat from Democrats and at the same time knocking out their chief national campaign strategist all at the same time. Is that accurate? It is. We're, uh, we are well positioned to defeat Nancy Pelosi's campaign manager, Sean Patrick Maloney. Uh, we're up four in the most recent poll uh, that was done, and I feel very good about the response that we're receiving on the ground, uh, the support that we're getting nationally. And if you look at Sean Maloney's uh, campaign and what he's doing, he's spending hundreds of thousands of dollars in negative TV advertisements and mail attacking me. Uh, if he was up, he would not be doing that. And I think it speaks volumes uh, to where we are in this campaign uh, since we announced at the end of May. I've raised over $750,000. Uh, the NRCC is fully in uh, in support of us. Uh, CLF, the Congressional Leadership Fund, uh, is in with a, a million eight ad buy. So we, we are getting the support that we need uh, nationally. Um, and we're getting the support on the ground because, frankly, voters are tired of one-party rule in Washington and Albany. Uh, it has led to record inflation, high taxes, high prices uh, for energy, uh, and people are feeling it at the grocery stores. And uh, you add in crime and what's going on in New York City, oh. uh, folks are folks are just disgusted, and they want change. And no, I think the, that's the, why the, we're, the, we're leading in the polls. Assemblyman, there is no doubt about that. The district includes Rockland County, parts of mm -hmm. Westchester, uh, Putnam, and Dutchess uh, in the Hudson Valley. And again, you are ahead in the polls, uh, slightly. Uh, one could make an argument that, that it's still a statistical tie, but you are ahead as we head into the uh, the midterms. How do you explain that you are leading Mr. Maloney at this point? Well, you know, this is a district that Joe Biden won by 10 points. Um, so it is, you know, the fact that it is uh, in the position that it's in right now speaks volumes to where uh, voters have moved and what their focus is. And their focus is on the high cost of living, uh, both in terms of taxes. In, in Rockland and Westchester counties, we pay among the highest property taxes in America. And people are frustrated by it. Uh, you add in what's going on in New York City with crime and cashless bail and the fact that 40 percent, 40 percent of those released on non-monetary bail for felony offenses have been rearrested. Uh, it is outrageous. It's unacceptable. And folks are tired of it. They want the law enforced. They want to feel safe in their communities. When you when you see what's going on where. You know, people are being shoved in front of uh, trains when people are being shot in broad daylight, when a bodega worker is stabbed and then charged criminally uh, while uh, his assailant is not charged. Uh, it, it is totally out of control. And I think what we are seeing, uh, both in the polls and on the ground, is that people want a restoration of common sense and balance. They, they are tired of the extremism. They're tired of people, uh, you know, playing politics with with public safety. 
at the end of the day, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, we all want a few basic things out of life. We want a good paying job to provide for our families. We want a quality education for our children. We want access to housing and health care. And we want to live in a safe neighborhood. And that is what this campaign is about. That's what I, why I'm running. Um, and, and we are seeing that resonate all across the district. We are chatting with Assemblyman Mike Lawler, representing Rockland County, but he is the Republican candidate in the 17th Congressional District up against Sean Patrick Maloney. And Mr. Lawler is ahead in the polls as we uh, head towards Election Day. You recently had an op-ed in the New York Post, and and I, I have to admit, uh, you made a lot of good points, and I want to get to some of them. And it's titled, Hey Democrats, New Yorkers Aren't ATM Machines. What do you mean by that? Well, I think you look at what's gone on, and in New York State, we've increased spending over the last two years by nearly $50 billion. And that is unsustainable. And the only thing uh, that will come of it is more taxes, more fees, uh, and and more costs being shouldered by hardworking New Yorkers. You look at congestion pricing, they're talking about a, a $23 toll. That is nothing more than a tax on suburban commuters uh, and the outer boroughs and people who are trying to make a living to provide for their families. Uh, you know, in Rockland County, we don't have a one-seat ride into New York City. Uh, so we have to either take the train down into New Jersey and then transfer or drive. And to charge Rockland County residents $23 on top of a $15 toll crossing the George Washington Bridge, that's unsustainable. It's, it, you know, it adds up to about $6,000 a year in additional costs just to commute to New York City. So this is really, uh, you know, for me, uh, there's a, a reason that New York State leads the nation in out-migration. There's a reason so many people have chose to leave New York for Florida, for Texas, uh, for, for North Carolina, South Carolina. And it really has nothing to do with the weather and everything to do with the cost of living. And if we don't get our costs under control by reducing spending, by cutting taxes, by growing our economy, then New York is going to be in for a reckoning. And right now, we've already seen New York State is projected to have a $13 billion deficit over the next five years. Uh, that is totally, totally unsustainable. And we're seeing it everywhere. People are, are being forced out because of the cost of living. And that is why I'm running. And that, and that's, that is the issue that most people uh, talk to me about, the, just the, the overwhelming costs that they're experiencing, whether you're talking about, you know, the congestion pricing plan, whether you talk about taxes, whether you talk about inflation, whether you talk about gas prices, it's just it, it is very difficult to live in New York these days. And we are chatting with Assemblyman Mike Lawler, who uh, represents Rockland County, uh, but is the leading candidate uh, with a shot of uh, beating Sean Patrick Maloney, the Democrat in the race. And Assemblyman, uh, I, I can see why you're resonating, because you're connecting on a number of issues that we all care about. Our taxes going through the roof, and yet the situation uh, with the uh, the migrants. In your New York Post, 
uh, op-ed, you say this, uh, and I found it interesting. I'm quoting you now. To give you Mm -hmm. an idea of how out of whack we are, Texas and Florida, each with substantially larger populations than ours, spend about half what we do each year, and neither has an income tax. I find that statement to be startling. Is that completely accurate? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Florida passed us in population just a few years ago, and their budget has remained relatively uh, flat uh, with, you know, a few increases here or there. Uh, But New York State has grown dramatically. Uh, As I said, $50 billion in the last two years. And meanwhile, we have a shrinking population. So it it is really uh, totally out of whack. Uh, And, you know, you brought up the migrants. Look at what's happening on our southern border. Um, It it is not just a humanitarian crisis. It's a national security crisis. Not only have we seen a massive influx of illegal immigration, uh, but we are seeing human trafficking. We're seeing women and children being abused. And we're seeing drugs pour across our southern border, fentanyl coming into our communities uh, and killing our residents. We're experiencing, on average, an overdose death a week uh, in the Hudson Valley and an overdose a day. It, it, is, it is sad, uh, but what is worse is that we're not doing anything to stop it. And I, I really I find it unconscionable when you look at what's going on, uh, that our elected leadership in Washington uh, is more outraged uh, about you know, migrants being flown into Martha's Vineyard uh, than they are about migrants pouring across our southern border and drugs pouring into our communities. That, to me, is the problem. Um, and, and it's why, you know, I, I think voters across the district and across New York State, frankly, are going to send a very loud message on Election Day that they're tired of it. And if people want to support our campaign uh, and join this movement, they can go to firemaloney.com and, and watch, our, watch our new ad and, and support us because this uh, – something needs to give. You know, this, this is just unsustainable, and, uh, and I think New Yorkers uh, have reached their boiling point here. Well, Assemblyman Mike Lawler, we thank you for joining us, running for Congress against Sean Patrick Maloney. Mr. Uh, Lawler is the front runner. The Republican candidate is the front runner. I see all of your calls, folks. We're going to try and get to as many as we can with the little time that we have left. I'm looking at the email. One is from Tom and Eva Ellis. I'm about to go to Audrey in Brooklyn. And uh, the email says, uh, I'm listening to your show right now, and I live in Sun City, West Arizona. I wrote you a month ago and asked why you went to the West Coast and lived in Edmonds or Linwood. I lived in North Seattle and then moved to Edmonds and lived in an apartment across from the ball field uh, in Edmond High School. I enjoy your show. Tom. And so... Tom, I, I'm glad that you asked that question because I I don't have the time to go into a full story, but I'm I'm of the community. I'm I'm from I don't want to say I'm from the street, but but I I understand well get over artists and people like this maggot that did this to this elderly man. And so when I moved out to um 
First Linwood, Washington, it was because I was screwing up in high school. I went to five high schools in four years, graduated on time, but my family said enough is enough. They had a a, a girlfriend that lived um, in Seattle and uh, Linwood, and I went to visit them. It was in that I grew up without a father. She is in an interracial marriage. Her husband is white, and he taught me a lot of good things. The first thing about work ethic. He said, listen, around here, everybody's going to earn their keep, including you. So your job is to go to school, get up on Saturday mornings, and help me paint. The moral of the story is now I can still paint very well uh, on my own. And so I, I lived with them, and I went out there because I was screwing up. My life literally was the equivalent. The TV show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, That was my life in terms of a black kid thrown into an all-white community (laughs) out out in uh, Seattle. But but the kids embraced me, and and we'll discuss that another time. I'm going to get to Audrey's call in just one second. But first, I'm joined by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning. I hope you don't end up slapping Chris Rock a few years. I hope not either. What, what do you have to talk about uh, this morning? We got an action-packed show. First hour, as we do every Friday, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything, where people are welcome to bring questions from all walks of life. We've got denunciations coming up. We're going to talk travel, including how some of the tumult that we're seeing in places like Europe and how inflation is affecting people's travel plans for the fall and for the coming year. And it's the weekend. A lot of people wondering what movies to see. Debbie Schlossel, who's mostly a conservative activist and an attorney, she also does movie reviews. So we're going to get her take on what movies are worth seeing. So another great show. I hope so. Well, together, let's go to the telephone calls. Audrey in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind, Audrey? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning, Frank. I just want to help you out on something because you were very cool with it. The gentleman that was upset about being, um, uh, what he said, only you talk about only black folks. It's only the young black males and females that's doing all this knocking out because of the bail reform. And I say instant karma. But the main thing you should also note that the mass shootings are not done by us. My thing is, it doesn't matter. Republicans or Democrats, some, the solution has to come out. It's somebody has to do it. I don't care who it is. And I hope you don't slap anyone. You're so funny. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you, call. Thank you it's Audrey. Not, it's not about the black kid or the white kid. And the majority of the children that's doing it are black I, and white, I, um, um, female, I, male and females. And that's the truth. I got you, Audrey. Thank you for the call. William and Asbury Park. William, you literally have 15 <laughs> seconds. Please make your point. Uh, it's not enough for me to make my point. Okay. So I'll leave All right. you with this. Okay. Uh, your, your, your if, program. If you go, ahead, go ahead quickly, please. Your, your program is, uh, really God's work. Whether you give a voice to anybody, okay. whether it's a tinfoil well, hat, wearing hey, a redneck. Th- thank you. I have to step in folks. I want you to have a great weekend coming up right now. Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. WABC Radio is proud to celebrate 100 years. From October 1st, 1921, to music radio, to talk radio's crown jewel, worldwide and beyond. WABC.